Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Burntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Burntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. Welcome to Frau Pow. We're your hosts, Auden Rags. Hey, hi, hello. You are listening to uh, an episode from our immigration series. If you are a little bit lost, please go back to our preface where we introduce this. In this episode, we're going to talk to Francisco from El Salvador. We hope you enjoy the series. Where are you from? Okay. Are we starting now? Or yes. Why? Yes. Where are you from? Oh. Okay, well, so I'm originally from uh, El Salvador, which is the smallest country in Central America. <laughs> uh, I think population is actually around 7 million people. So it's a very small country. Yeah, that is really small. How old were you when yep. you came to the United States? Um, so I think I was about uh, 16 years old. Mm-hmm. And how old are you now? Yeah, too old. <laughs> <laughs> So I'm actually turning 30 uh, next month. Okay, so you spent like 14 years here in the United States. Yeah, pretty much. Do you want to tell us about what your immigration process was like? Like, why did you come to the U.S.? Um, Okay, so basically my dad was here. Um, and that's the reason, you know, that's how the whole thing started. You know, he was here and then, um, you know, he obviously, you know, put in the paperwork to bring us, you know, and the ones that had, you know, like the green card. Um, it's very interesting because I was actually the first one out of, out of all my, um, brothers. I was the first one that said, okay, I'm going to go first, you know, um, and I actually came to uh, my mom's side of the family uh, here in Jersey. Um, so it was very difficult, you know, when I came here, you know, obviously I hadn't seen them for for so many years. It was different, you know, I missed my family and everything was so different here. And when I came here, I was actually done with uh, with high school. So I, did, I didn't go to high school here. Um, Obviously, language was a barrier. You know, I didn't speak any English at all. Um, so it was, it was, it was tough. You know, it was, it was different. And the fact that I didn't have my, my brothers and my mom here, it was, it was tough, to say the least. <laughs> yeah. Um. Why didn't your brothers come with you initially? Well, because not. Not everyone, I guess, not everyone got the green card at the same time. Mm, okay. Yeah. So it was, we didn't come all together. I think after me, it was my mom. She came a few months after. So um, obviously I was happy, you know, because uh, I had someone, you know, I had, you know, when you're young, obviously, you know, you want to be with with your family and with your mom. Yeah. Well, so you said that, you know, the language barrier or the language barrier was a challenge. So and you were out, you were you'd already finished high school. So how did you end up learning 
English because a lot of people that we've been talking to, they come here so young that that language acquisition is just sort of built in because they are had to learn it going through elementary school or high school. So how did that work with right. you? Right. Well, so again, since, you know, I didn't go to high school here, what I did is um, I I basically went to uh, ESL classes in college. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think I took like two or three years of just ESL classes in college, which is why I felt like, you know, obviously I have my bachelor's now. So, but um, I had to learn English first. So I felt like I was in college for forever, you know, because I had to do the four years plus the other three years of just ESL. So. Yeah, that's how I learned pretty much, you know, in, in college. Um, and how um, difficult was it when you were taking those ESL classes? Um, I actually, it's very funny because I remember, you know, when I had, um, obviously, we, I did have, you know, English in my country mm-hmm. when I was in school, but it was, it was really bad, <laughs> to say the least. It's not. It wasn't advanced. Maybe you would learn, you know, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. That's it. Maybe the the alphabet, but that was pretty much it. You wouldn't learn much, you know. And and I remember that I hated English. You know, it was one of the subjects I really hated when I was in my country. And but here it was different, you know. Actually, I guess the way that you know they teach it here. Mm-hmm. Um, um, the professors were really good and actually did like it. You know, it was, it was, um, it was intense. Um, but, um, I liked it actually. And, you know, obviously, you know, um, I used to practice a lot with, with, uh, with my little cousins and I remember them laughing at me, you know, because obviously, you know, I wanted to practice with them and, you know, um, uh, just, in English with them and mm-hmm. and they, they would just laugh at me when you know when I would say words the wrong way or when I would mispronounce anything yeah which which I still do by the way <laughs> I'm sure Chelsea can tell you <laughs> I think that but I think that's fine because I'm a native speaker and I mispronounce oh. things all the time I butcher English, English all the time stupid yeah. <laughs> um yeah I'm just I was just really curious about your experience with ESL because especially at a later age because then you went immediately and got a bachelor's which I find incredible because when I was taking I grew up in Florida and so um and grew up taking Spani- okay. Spanish and so grew up hearing it all the time and, you know, getting good grades in the classes and stuff. And then when I went to college, you know, they, if I wanted to get a minor and I went in and they then, they start teaching you classes in Spanish. And that was like so different than taking the language part. Like you, there's a lot of jargon and slang that you don't know, or things that you just don't even think about, like specific words for really specific things. Right, right. Yeah, learning a new language can be challenging. Yeah, so I think it's really awesome that you went from like learning, like picking English up and like practicing and then going and getting a degree right after that in English. Like I know I had a really hard time with the, the Spanish and like, I was super familiar with the language. I know plenty of people who've had 
a hard enough time just going to college to get a degree. Right. Exactly. And then you would have to go to college to get a degree. And so imagine it, for mm. me, it was twice as challenge because, yeah. you know, language again, even though, you know, okay, I learned the basics, you know, obviously language at the beginning, it was still challenging, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was, I would say it was, it was probably twice as challenge. Yeah. But that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, I, I know you, I know you out like, professionally and outside of this podcast so like I know that like I know how good of a worker you are and how hard you work to communicate concepts and like ideas and like you do that so thoroughly in English and the fact that you went from not knowing any bit of the language to communicating concepts and you got a degree and you have a really good job um like that's amazing you're basically living the American dream. No pressure. No pressure. <laughs> yeah. No pressure, dude. That's, that's what I was going to say. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess I've been I've been blessed, you know, and, uh, you know, obviously, again, you know, practicing, that's, you know, that's really important, you know, when you're learning a new language and you're practicing, obviously, if you're going to work and you only, you know, most of the time just speaking, you know, English, you know, that's what really helps. Yeah. Except, you know, when I used to talk to Gabby. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's because she would just speak to you in Spanish. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> so uh, when you came to the States and you were just learning English, um, like, yeah, how did you, like, fund it? Like, did your does your dad have, like, a good enough job that he was able to pay for it? Did you take out loans? Like, what was what was the financial situation like? Right. That's, that's a very good question, actually. Um, so I, I was working, actually, I was working, obviously, at the beginning, I was working, you know, part time. Um, when I wasn't, you know, 18 years old. But mm-hmm. then, you know, um, once I turned 18, I, I worked the whole time, full time job, and basically, all my money was going into my education. Um, I think I was lucky to have uh, an okay job, you know, um, when I was in college because um, I basically don't have any student loans. You know, I was able to pay everything, every single penny, like my books, tuition, and everything out of pocket. Yeah, that's um, awesome. But obviously, I I also had the support, you know, my uh of my family, they didn't really help me, you know, um, they didn't really help me financially when he, when it came to, you know, paying tuition and things for my education. But, you know, obviously they still supported me at home, you know, I didn't have to pay rent or, or buy food at home. Mm-hmm. So that was really helpful, you know? Yeah. Cause again, I was, I was working and all my money just was going into my education. So you were working full time. Were you going to school full time too, like, or were was it like part time school and then full time work? Uh, yeah, it was. That was it, pretty much. Working full time, I was. I was working over forty hours, sometimes up to uh, fifty hours a week, and going to school part time. Wow. So that's exactly why it took longer. Mm-hmm. Also, you know, not only did I have to take uh, two or three years of ESL, but I also you know, was a part-time student. Yeah. So I was in school for, for forever. 
but you did it. I mean, you yeah, you were you know, super it's, lucky. It's paying off, you know. I'm I'm glad I did it because, um, you know, it's it's paying off, and it's I'm actually the first one in the family who who went to college, so I'm really proud of that. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, I'm raising the bar. I have a little brother, and he just actually just graduated high school. And, you know, obviously he's not thinking twice about going to college. He knows he has to go to college, you know, because I raised the bar. Yeah. That's awesome. So, yeah. And also, you know, my little cousins, they look up to me. They see, you know, I, I tell them too, you know, they know that I, I'm doing, you know, okay. So they're, they're you know, they're like, okay, you know, I, I want to go to college too. I, I want to be able to have a good job, you know, mm-hmm. and have all the things I want. So. Yeah, so it's it's good, you know, to to be able to motivate them as well. Yeah, that's super awesome, dude. Um, yeah. So, what surprised you the most about America? <laughs> what surprised me the most? Yes. About America. Um, <laughs> I feel like I have to say something good. <laughs> no, you, you can say no, whatever to... you want. You could say French fries <laughs> if you really wanted. <laughs> Um, I think it's really great that, you know, you can, you can accomplish anything you want in this country. So there is a lot of opportunity. So if you work really hard, you know, you can accomplish anything. And you've absolutely proved that. Like, I feel like a lazy asshole. Like, I'm just, I'm very, um, I, I realize how lucky I am in what, right. like, how privileged I have been and, um, also just knowing the system and growing up here. Um, but I also have a lot of student debt, so. <laughs> right. Do you, yeah. do you feel like part of the reason that you are so successful now is because you feel like you, you had to be like, you didn't want to squander your opportunity and you had to, you know, make a name for yourself, so to speak. Um, I would, say that you know I I worked really hard you know nothing was given to me I I think that I earned everything Mm -hmm. um I mean a lot of times you know kids my age they were just partying you know um a lot of times you know I was I had to say no I can't do it you know I'm working or I'm going to school on weekends I was either always working or studying you know so I worked really hard, you know, um, nothing was really given to me. Yeah. I mean, that's, I feel like a lot of people who are native to this country feel like they can kind of coast through because mommy and daddy are bankrolling it. And like, they don't, they don't think twice about these opportunities because it's like, it's always been there. Like college was always an option. You know, where for you, maybe college wasn't necessarily an option until you got here. Like, I mean, for a lot of people, college isn't always an option until they get here. Exactly. Or even if 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 you went to college in my country, you know, there there was an opportunity for you to have a good job or or do whatever you wanted to do. Mm -hmm. Um, So on top of uh not knowing English when you came here um, and then not having all your family, uh, like what other challenges did you face? Like, did you run into any issues due to the color of your skin for being Latino, that type of stuff? 
Um, I guess so. I mean, I wasn't, I, I've never been like directly discriminated, but obviously, you know, um, people treat you a certain way, you know, if, if you don't speak the language. Um, but I never had an experience where, you know, I was directly discriminated. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, you know, not having uh, my friends here, not having friends, you know, uh, that was very tough as well. Yeah. Um, what has been the yeah. best thing about being in America? What's the best thing? Mm-hmm. Um, I think what's really um, interesting to me here is that you meet people from all over the world. Um, you don't see that in you don't see that in many places, you know. And here in America, uh, you meet people from all over the world. Yeah. I mean, you got to meet me, yeah. so that was pretty magical. <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> um, so after being here for 14 years, uh, do you feel American? <laughs> I mean, I feel like I love this country. Um, I wouldn't want to go back to live in El Salvador. I feel like this is home. Um, I don't know. I mean, I love this country. What can I tell you? <laughs> no, I mean, that's great. I'm glad that you love your home, your new home. Yeah. Thanks for listening to one of our episodes from our immigration series. You can follow us on social media at Frau Pal Podcast on Instagram and Facebook. And you can send us an email at Frau Pal Podcast at gmail.com. <laughs>